police in the morning. Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra team up to save mankind from the deadliest threat of all, a fire-breathing space monster. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And we are the The B-Movie Bros. Here we review B-Movies to the best of our abilities. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So here we are, week four of Kaiju Month, part two, with Ghidorah, the three-headed monster from 1964. You heard what the... Google description had to say because the uh, the DVD box we have from the library is, you know, copied and looks like shit. So let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. Why don't, why don't we start with the bottom? What's bad on this one? Paul, you can go first. All right. What did I find that was bad about this one? All right. Number three. So Mothra remains as Larvara or baby Mothra throughout this entire film. Apparently, the original Mothra died at some point, and the one in this movie is a new baby Mothra who hasn't quite gained enough experience points to evolve yet. This is kind of disappointing, even if Larvara or baby Mothra was pretty awesome in its own way. Number two. So I was glad to see that Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra in this one, but I'm not going to lie, Rodan really seemed kind of out of place in this movie made sense for Godzilla and Mothra to be there. Not only had they fought before, but Godzilla was still alive, and apparently a new baby Mothra had been born. Rodan just kind of comes back to life. They give, like, some brief explanation about how this gas from the volcano had caused him to resurrect, which made no sense. I mean, I don't dislike Rodan, but he's basically just Sky Godzilla. I mean, at least Mothra has, a, like, this mystical, like, magical element to him. And Ghidorah's, like, fucking from outer space. Rodan is just kind of thrown in the mix so that there could be three monsters fighting Ghidorah instead of just two. Rodan's over here like, I can flap my wings real hard, guys! Let me fight! I can do it, guys. He's also probably the reason why Mothra didn't evolve in the first place. Because then they would have had two flying kaiju, and it really would have been kind of redundant. And number one, I didn't overall mind the subplot going on in this film. Like, the woman from Venus, the police officer who's trying to find this princess, who's also the woman from Venus or something. And there's a journalist who's his sister, and I don't know. It all kind of worked, but... There were times where it just got kind of annoying, and I'm like, all right, get get to the fucking kaiju fighting already. I, I don't care that much. And unfortunately, as is the, the thing with most kaiju films, is the subplot takes most of the movie, and the main plot, which is the kaiju, takes up the lesser part of the film. Yeah, these kind of films, you just have to hope the fighting is worth the needless drama that you have to sit through. So for me, number three. Uh, same as Paul, Mothra stays in her larva form the entire film. I mean, when, when I hear Mothra, I want to see Mothra. I don't want to see Marvel or Mothra larva. I, I want to see big, flappy wing Mothra. Number two. So apparently, interdimensional travel can give you psychic powers from alien ancestors. But getting shot in the head takes those powers away. I mean, like, what the fuck were these writers on? Like... Some of these things don't make any sense. One of my favorites is when they try explaining how she supposedly got away. Like, 
oh, well, you know, she jumped out of a plane <laughs> into, into another dimension. Rift. Yeah, it's like, well, that, that's just what you're going to write away. Like, not like, you know, she landed in the water or maybe... She was never on the plane in the first like place. A, they introduced a character to explain that, and that was it. The president of some kind of UFO club in Japan, and they were like, oh, this is the president of the UFO club. He goes over to this earth, and he's like, interdimensional, blah, blah, blah. And then they cut to a different scene, and you never hear from him again. Like, shouldn't he be some authority on Ghidorah or some shit, too? Like, why not utilize this character? I guess when you've got giant monsters destroying Japan every other week, a UFO expert's like kind of like a dime a dozen. There's got to be like a million specialists in every little esoteric field you can think of. And then number one, spoiler alert, in case you haven't had any other spoilers so far. In the end, King Ghidorah just kind of gets annoyed with the other monsters and flies away. And that's the end of the movie. He's just like, I'm done playing with you guys. You're mean. And in all honesty, I mean, like, watching the fight, I think King Ghidorah would have won, like, if he yeah. would have just kept fighting. Like, the, the other guys weren't really, like, hurting him. He's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. I'm, I'm taking my toys and I'm going home. <laughs> all right. What was good about this movie? What about the top three, Paul? All right. Number three, I love the fact that Baby Mothra was the voice of reason amongst the group of monsters. He's there trying to convince Godzilla and Rodan to put their differences aside and fight King Ghidorah together. And they're just like, fuck off, nerd. We're in the middle of a fight. And like, they refuse to listen. Eventually, they finally decide to listen, but... It's just hilarious that the baby giant larva is the one that has to talk sense into Godzilla and Rodan. These ancient creatures that have been awakened from ancient slumber. Larvara is like three days old, and he's like eons more mature than they are. And it's funny because, you know, they're they're all talking in their kaiju language, and then, you know, fucking the, the tiny beauties are over there translating it for all the humans. Number two, the actual fight in which... Rodan, Mothra, and Godzilla team up to fight King Ghidorah was really awesome. Godzilla fought from the ground, Rodan took to the air, and Mothra used Stringshot to tie the three-headed bastard down. It was a great fight, and watching the three kaiju team up against a mutual foe was actually quite heartwarming. And number one, King Ghidorah is just awesome. He's this Hydra from outer space who destroys worlds. He can fight on land like Godzilla or in the air like Rodan. And he, he's basically the ultimate kaiju. It actually took three of them just to subdue him. And ultimately, they didn't defeat him. He just kind of gave up because it wasn't worth it. He's like, I'm going to go to a planet that doesn't have 